and welcome once again to the One Big Podcast. I am one of your hosts, fellow worker Jason, and I'm here with fellow worker Derek. Say hello, Derek. How's it going? Today, we're having probably a brief episode because I don't have my notes with me from convention, but we're going to wrap up convention, talk about it, talk about how different it was from other conventions I've been to, and um, talk about some of the resolutions that I can remember um and go from there uh Derek uh it's it's been a crazy month for me since convention I'm sure you've been packed have you have you uh had any word have you read anything about the convention because you're more on the interrobs and into the GOB than I am yeah you know I mean I I've read I've read some back and forth I mean most of what I've heard is that it was a pretty nice convention actually people seem to I mean it's been what two or three years since we got together I didn't go this year of course um we had a good slate of folks here from the Ipsy branch that we thought were going to go but unfortunately two of them dropped out but we had two fellow workers who were able to make it uh but regardless um what I've heard from other folks around the interwob <laughs> is that is that people seemed to think it went pretty smoothly it ran pretty effectively and it was uh it was a good convention year what what are your impressions from the ground so i've been to convention almost every year i've been um uh in the union um twice as a delegate once uh once i didn't go because i was in a delegate and it was still online and all those times were online online's convenient and i'm sure great for some people who can't like just fly across the country and all that but man was it terrible for my mental health what a nightmare yeah i mean i imagine it's probably bad for a lot of people's mental health uh in in a lot of ways like it's there it's a problem that i think we have here in the branch as well i mean uh a zoom like there are multiple multiple complaints i can levy against zoom and it's not against Zoom, the company, although we'll save that for a different conversation, <laughs> right? Uh, but like Zoom is a lot more impersonal, right? It, the, the, the conversations are inherently and by necessity less organic. Um, everything has to be a little bit more formalized. Talking over people is, it's still bad, but it's also like noisy and cacophonic and uh, cacophony. What is what is the adjective for cataphonic? Cataphonic? Oh, cacophonic. <laughs> yeah, but I mean it's it's loud and it's distorted and and you don't have to engage and nobody's looking at you and you can't see body language. You can't you can't really participate with one another as fully as you can as if you were in person in convention. Um, which is like a very kind of political event where people are talking and engaging and 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 trying to work with one another is a lot more difficult, I imagine, right? I mean, I've been through one of those with you as well, and it was it was rough. Yeah, and it's just like, I don't know, it's much harder to be mean to someone's face uh, than it is to do it online. And like, I don't know. Anyway, it was a, a nightmare for three years. And uh, then I was, I was prepared for a nightmare, you know? Uh, going into convention I was like at least it'll be a nightmare in Seattle and I could see Seattle for the first time I didn't see much of Seattle because I was at convention the whole time um, and Seattle seems expensive so uh, <laughs> but it was just so much nicer and like more fun in a weird way and like I met so many cool wobs and I, it was very much like a microcosm of, 
of the world in general or of the country in general where like on the internet everybody seems like the worst person <laughs> and like it's humanity's worst all the time yeah, shining all through. the time and then you like get together with people and you're like oh actually that's just the small minority that's online too much mm-hmm. and most people are fine you know and like some of them are actually pretty fucking cool and like faith restoring is what i would say about this convention some interesting things to kind of mention that weren't resolutions and stuff first off i met a bunch of people that are going to be on the podcast eventually um got a whole list of people's emails and stuff if i haven't reached out that's because it's been a very busy month <laughs> uh since convention i went directly from seattle to la for a few days to help with the writer strike and uh la sucks i don't think i'll ever go back and then like a week later i was in chicago then the week after or a week and a half after that i was in columbus then it was my birthday so it was like and i changed jobs for the first time in four years so like been chaotic very chaotic <laughs> um so if i haven't reached out that's why so don't worry I reach out to max and kimberly yeah in, in san francisco and brandon from ohio valley i'm gonna reach out to all i already did an interview not for this podcast but for the project he's working on uh with someone from seattle which is very interesting um so we'll be talking to him eventually when he gets that project together so like i made a bunch of connections met a bunch of cool folks uh learned some weird history about the or not weird tragic history about the union because uh tuck from Wacom Skagit, uh, that whole branch brought a monument that they're getting put up for some IW people that were murdered. Yeah. And it was like, didn't know any of this. Feels very Pacific Northwest uh, to know this story, but now I know the story, you know? Yeah. So it was very interesting. Uh, everybody was super nice. We all, no one was a stickler about Rusty's rules, which I'm glad about. <laughs> you know, we were all kind of like, you know, We'll use them, but as yeah. long as the meeting's flowing and we're doing the thing, we're good. Yeah, and no one, you know, no one's like, ah, you didn't say the chair or the the gentleman from, you know, <laughs> Ypsilanti or whatever. Sure, like, it, it was fine. Yeah, we 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 went for a functional, like a functional system. Yeah, yeah, the which chair is the way to do a it. Great job. It was very smooth. What was very funny is I met some people from the GEB because, you know, they're there. Um, And we've, I was like, we've been critical of the GEB before. And uh, (laughs) is that that how you introduced yourself? You're like, hi, we've been critical of your shit before. Yes. Yes. That is kind of how it is. Great. And I was like, hey, we do this podcast. I don't know if you've heard it. And like, we've heard it. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. And, I just want to know it's coming from like we want the union to be better. We're never really we'd never do a person all tax or anything like that. And they're like, yeah, no, I like it. It's great. And I was like, okay, God, who thanks? Yeah, uh, it was one of those things where like, like at the end of the last episode, I made a call out to be like, what the fuck are we doing as a union? Blah blah blah. And I was like, oh wait, I got to spend three days with these people, and I just called them all out. That's right. That's right. Now, now, now you have to now, now they have now you have to like be responsible to them in person. Yeah, and they all seem to be cool with it. So it was great. It was great. Actually, at the end of this, uh, I'll have I'll have 
a little thing play where I uh, talk to people very quickly about their convention right after convention. You know how smooth it ran? We ended like 15 minutes early. I mean, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's completely that's completely crazy. Given given the way convention has gone in like a couple of years past, like I don't want to yeah. just throw the word unprecedented it, around, but boy, it was wild. I was like, it's once we started and got going, it was just like, choo choo choo, get it done, get it done, get it done, you know, which is good because like I got a head cold on the plane over. Yeah, that passed to Jen, my co delegate. So we were both yep. kind of like uh, the whole time and like on a lot of day quill, which is probably why I don't remember much of the resolutions. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it worked out. Um, both of us. Were, that's why I was in convention the whole time, because, you know, Jen would be like, all right, I got I got to go take a nap. I'm like, yeah, you go take a nap. And then I'm going to sleep all night real hard. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and, and rest up. Yeah. We even got swag and good food. It was just like everything ran so smoothly. Seattle did a great job hosting. It was like a cool, like cultural center situation. It was right near the light rail stop. It was great. That's awesome. Yeah. You found it, you know, found it easy to navigate, found it easy to access the, found it easy to access the, um, the convention itself. Let me tell you. Yeah. Tell me. I, when I booked the hotel, I, um, Assumed we'd be driving and like having a nice road trip out to Seattle. Yeah. And then that quickly became not the case. So the hotel, while very close to the light rail, um, not close walking distance, you know, because it was a lot of no sidewalks uh, on like a very busy highway off off ramp kind of situation. Mm -hmm. So that was a little not great. But once you got to the light rail, every 15 minutes, you're getting to where you need to go in like less than an hour. I'm like going from one tip of Seattle to the other, you know? Yeah. You got that solid public transportation. It was wild. And then I go to LA afterwards with no car and to get like the same distance in LA on their public transportation, I had to take a lift to the station and then like four hours to get across LA yeah, to yeah, get yeah. anywhere. Yeah, that's super rough. It was I a mean, nightmare. I hate it. I was yeah. so mad. I can't even express how annoyed I was. I don't like LA. Anyway, so Yeah. Well, I don't think LA likes LA very much. I mean, I don't know. I'm not an I'm not an LAian. Uh lion. I don't know. Person from LA. Angelino. Angelino, thank you. I am not I am not that. So um, but I do hear a lot of people who are who live in LA complain about it. I have friends who have moved there in the past who you know don't love it. Like it's 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 everything you just said, right? Like to get anywhere, it's a it's a heavy driving town. Public transportation can leave a lot to be desired. And I mean, you came from Seattle, which has excellent public transportation. Yeah. To LA, which is which is you know a cars playground. So and all because. Michelin wanted to make six people rich. Like well, tore they, up their public. Uh, did they succeed? Probably. <laughs> I'm still suffering the effects, so I assume someone got rich off of it. Probably a fair assumption, to be honest. But yeah, so it was like super easy to get there, and it was like the the place we were doing it was like the kitty corner from the stop, you know. So it was like you got off the train, and you're like I'm there. 
it was very funny the first day. I was like, all right, we got to find this place, Jen. Let's look around. And then I saw a bunch of people in black T-shirts lined up. And I was like, I think that's probably convention. <laughs> yeah. Well, well. Uh, so, like, registration was was relatively straightforward then. Yep. Got a, you came in, told me your name. I'm a delegate. And, like, you got your little voting cards, which is very low-tech. Uh, Luke from, I think, from D.C., uh, he did all the counting. He was a sergeant at arms, and uh, he's doing a great job because every vote was like, and I'm like, I would fuck that up so bad. <laughs> no, I mean, I yeah, it's hard. You got a lot of how do you, do you have a sense of how many people were in there? Wait, I can do the math. Hold on. Okay, there was like 50 people in the room, but like a hundred and something votes. So he was just always like. You know, some branches have like a million fanned out votes. Yeah, it was a great time. It was, it's crazy. And like, so I, like I said, I've left my notes. Blame Spirit Airlines. My co-delegate has them and I haven't picked them up yet. So I don't remember exactly how votes went, exactly what amendments were. Um, I know most of the things we discussed on the podcast before other people had concerns about. And we, what was different about this convention was we had disagreements it wasn't a fight where we wanted one side or the other to like win quote unquote it was more like hey i gotta worry about this this is why i don't like this part oh that's fair maybe we can work on it and change it and like we actually came to consensus so much faster and like straight like there was barely any like conflict that wasn't positive and constructive conflict you know yeah that's that's incredible and i like, mean that, that that that's a good kind of cooperative you know democracy i appreciate an effort made by wobs to get over common disagreements and work towards consensus i mean that's incredible that's that's what we're there for that's great yeah it was very much just like everybody there wanted the union to be better you know no one there was just like there to just start shit and like cause problems for everybody right yeah and like so they'd be like hey like i know one of the resolutions is about from detroit is about uh dissolving the unemployed workers committee thing yeah and they're like hey they've never made quorum where what are we doing with this thing we should just get rid of it and that's their whole thing you know i know detroit's very into like this is you know, fat on the bone. We got to get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. But what are we doing? I mean, it's a good question. Yeah, it's, it's, like, not, it's not It's not. unfair for us to want to have an explanation of like, if if we built a thing and it's not working, then what the hell is it doing? Exactly. So they very much lay out the case like, if we want to do it again in the future, we can do it again in the future, but we're obviously not doing this. And, uh, you know, I was like, all right, that's fair. You know, not, not wrong. <laughs> uh, just like stuff like that where like you read it on paper and you're like, what the fuck are these people doing? And then you show up and like, hey, here's my case. And you're like, yeah. okay, that's that's totally fair. Uh, I was mad for no reason. <laughs> well, but you feel so you feel like you feel like, you know, we we did a good job of working together, working through common concerns and issues. Anything that was like, you know, I don't mean to be like like the gossip queen here, but I, you know, I'm kind of curious. Like, was there anything that was particularly contentious that was difficult for us to work through, and how did we work through stuff like that? Um, I think I don't remember what resolution it is, but the really long ones, like you know, the complaints committee stuff. 
There are two of those, I believe. Two of those. And both of them are in the are in the resolutions to be to be updated, I believe, or to be added. We're going to be voting on those. They both passed, as far as I can tell. Yeah, and I don't think there was much discussion about what happens if both pass, mm. which I know is something we were still curious about. Cur- curious about, yeah. <laughs> um, going through those, we definitely like had long discussions about like, all right, what's the purpose of this? What's what's the goal of this amendment? You know, very fruitful to hear other people's opinions on the thing. You know. I can't remember exactly where we landed. I think we made minimal amendments to those things just because like changing one thing would just like cascade throughout the whole amendment, you know? Yeah. Um, A lot of it was just language cleanup, to be honest, Uh, just like the sentence runs on, you know, there were a few, uh, one or two amendments where like we as delegates were sent to there to vote a certain way on it, you know, but then through the amendments, the whole point of the amendment would kind of like shift and we'd add delegates would just be like actually we're gonna have to change our votes now because like now it makes it addressed the one concern we had that made us vote no and now we can vote yes on it you know so that was interesting to see it like to see that other branches were like yeah we have the same concern and like that kind of thing i got to defend our uh amendment the ypsilanti Ypsilanti yeah. number one, I believe it was called, or whatever it is. It's the amendment yeah. for recording of the GEB. Yeah, so how did that go? A lot of people agreed that, like, transparency is paramount. Um, but then, you know, like we, we were talking about, some people were like, you know, keeps people from coming to the GEB knowing they're going to be recorded. And I could see definitely see, like, a both sides kind of situation. And I don't remember how it played out, but I got to, you know, talk to everybody about it and be like, hey, you know, we're a public pl- union. These are public meetings. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't see it as being pushed to referendum. So I don't know if it passed. It might not have passed. I don't remember. Sorry. It, do, do, do. I know it was a trait thing, right? Yeah. I don't think it passed because it's not in which, the. Which one are you looking for? The whatever resolution it was to get rid of Ypsilanti number one. Oh, it's there. Okay. It's, uh, it's, the policy number two overturn Ypsilanti number one 2021 and remove GEB meeting videos from public access. Um, it is under part three ratification of organizational policies enacted by the 2023 general convention. So it looks like this did pass. Okay. Yeah. So they're not going to record it anymore. But, well, you know, it's going to be voted on. That's going to be voted on. Yeah. So, you know, <clears throat> I made my case and I think I've swayed a few people to yeah. be like, all right. Yeah. But not enough, I guess. We are a suspicious lot of, you know, left wing nut jobs. So like, uh, <laughs> I I can see why people are. I don't want to admit, don't record me. Yeah. Uh, so it was, you know, it was an interesting time. I I, I also probably did sway very many votes because I think I did get up and say, hey, we get it, we get why. <laughs> We don't feel very strongly about this, but I feel like I have to defend it. <laughs> what a defense! We don't feel that strongly about it. I mean, I mean, you're not you're not wrong though. I mean, I, the should, branch I should be has, a lawyer. I mean, the branch the branch put it put it forward um, because we had some members who were supportive of it. We we made a defense in our last podcast episode about this. I mean, I think we've been pretty clear that we don't that we don't feel super strongly about this. But I do believe in transparency of the union, and you know, if members if members feel like they can't go to the GEB, I I, I still kind of kind of give a shrug. Um, I, I want people to be able to access the GEB and I want people to 
um, we want to be able to go to it, but simultaneously, like members should, we should also be creating ease of access to what's happening at those meetings. Like, what do we do with meeting minutes? Do we restrict those from access to the membership as well? And I don't mean to make a slippery slope argument here, of course, and I'm, <laughs> I'm certainly welcome to people who who disagree on that point, but minutes are minutes are difficulty it's an accessibility issue and ultimately you know if the union is going to be available to its membership then we should be able to scrutinize what's happening at it in some of the most easily accessible ways possible and video is that but anyway not to rehash discussions on convention floor yeah i should be a lawyer just my defendant maybe he did it <laughs> we don't have strong feelings about it <laughs> maybe he did maybe he didn't well, that's you that's your job i don't know <laughs> love it oh that was a great time uh i'm sure i'll get my notes and then we'll be able to just you get your for, notes and be like actually it was a terrible time no i'll I get my notes for like an episode when a referendum comes out and i'll be able to discuss it yeah other than that it was great time. it was a great time you should you should have gone yeah, well, you know, I will go. I will go. I'm hoping to be able to go next year, depending on what the membership decides. Um, I will say, and you know, some interesting things that have come out just from our branch and discussions about convention, like it's it's sort of interesting. It's very expensive. You know, our branch budgeted about fifteen hundred dollars to send delegates to Seattle, and between two people. Um, a vast majority of that was consumed very easily. Uh, and that's between plane tickets, hotel rooms. We always encourage members to members who are able to and financially able to support themselves in some capacity to, you know, take on what they can. But ultimately, it's sort of the, I feel like that's kind of the branch's responsibility to send people, especially if we've got members from a lot of different financial, you know, backgrounds who have to go out to these to uh, to, to these places. And mm -hmm. $1,500 barely covered two people. Um, and that was using your style of motels, Jason. Mm -hmm. uh, not my Motel preferred, six. not my preferred luxurious tastes. I mean, we, we went Spirit it's, Airlines. We it's went so, Motel 6. We didn't go Spirit. I went Spirit Airlines. But oh. Motel 6 is like high class to me, which <laughs> says a lot about me. <laughs> like if it was up to me, we would, I would have been like, we would have driven and I would have slept in the car. Yeah. Well, do they have mints on on the pillows in my car? No. <laughs> or at Motel Six? No, at Motel Six. No. <laughs> it's the same orange room. It was a very nice bathroom. It was a huge bathroom. It was very weird, but it had like a shower with a handle that was like it didn't. It was very confusing to use the shower. It was like you go up and to the left for hot water. It was like a three sixty type knob. It was very mm -hmm. strange, and it turned. It was. Was a Rubik's cube to take a shower. Um, Amazing. I think a lot of that is Seattle is very expensive. We booked it somewhat in advance, so the room was probably most was probably a big chunk, and the plane tickets. I only took a backpack. The reason I don't have my notes is because I only took a backpack because my flight back from LA, which I paid for, is Spirit, which doesn't allow carry-ons. Like you can only have a backpack. Like mm -hmm. every other airline's like free carry-on. You can put it in the overhead. You know it's fine. Not spirit. That's a hundred extra dollars. Yeah, and I was no, like, they're well, messing around about that. They want your money. I was like, I'm not paying it a hundred extra dollars. So I stuffed, you know, five days worth of clothes into a backpack. And yeah, so you know, the expensive part was definitely the room and the food. Like Seattle has no cheap food. 
like at least not where we were. Hmm. There was no like Burger King or whatever. It's just you know re- sit down restaurants. After con- one of the best things about in person convention was after convention you could just go hang out with people. Yeah. And like we all went to like a restaurant bar down the street uh, afterwards. Took all four outdoor tables. And this is like day two. Took all four outdoor tables and we were all hanging out and talking. And then as we're talking, after, we, after we've ordered, we've eaten and like we're having drinks and stuff. The waitresses let us know they can't split the bill more than four ways for some reason. So each table had a check and like I covered our table. And that was like $200 yeah, for cheap. drinks and food like i had like a burger that was like you know white castle size mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so your complaint your, your 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 complaint is basically it's expensive to eat here and their billing structures in the city that you experienced are pretty inflexible yeah, yeah. makes sense the american story um <laughs> uh, that's probably why it was so much for our branch i like yeah I know one of the places listed maybe for next convention, which I think we vote on in referendum, is Detroit. I would love it if it was in Detroit. Yeah, it'll be much cheaper for us at the very yeah. least. <laughs> Drive there um, every day, sleep in my own bed. Yeah, boy, what a what a future. Yeah. Have some wobbly stay. Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll I guess we'll see. I'm kind of curious where can where our next convention will be. Uh I don't know. I guess I guess Seattle was far away. I just, you know, I just want other branches to think about. It is expensive. Like travel that far is expensive for multiple people. If we had sent four people, we would have just roughly estimating we would have had to double the budget of what what the branch offered, which is, you know, a $3,000 bill almost to send people to convention. It's it's costly and for smaller branches, I mean that that is that's that's prohibitive, I feel like. Yeah, for sure. Definitely there could be like a I don't know, a fund that bigger branches could give to to help get smaller branches to convention probably a good idea for next year yeah well you know all right well what do we have coming up jason well uh right after we're done talking i'm going to play a thing i recorded at convention where i talked to some people about it was right after we adjourned for day three talked about how convention was and all that stuff so you get to hear everybody talk about it and then we're gonna have people from pete's coffee union in san francisco to talk and i want to talk to Tuck for I didn't get his info, but I'm sure I could find it somewhere. Well, he's uh, out there. Yeah, Tuck from Wacom Skagit about the monument and uh a bunch of other people. Well, you know, I got a lot of contacts and a lot of people reaching out. And now every every episode has the email at the end to email us. And I once again have email access. So if you know anything about Derek, you know he's got a couple hundred thousand unread emails. So <laughs> I will now be checking the email periodically for wow. podcast stuff. So wow. feel free to reach out if you really, want to really just put it out there, huh? Like yeah, this guy. Oh, I'm throwing you under the bus. I'm emails. throwing you under the bus. Wow. A thousand percent. Wow. wow. That's fair. That's I fair. mean, I could tell you how many unread emails are in the. It's a lot. Let's see. There's a lot of junk though. You know, you don't need to read. It's like. You know, you get that you get that junk mailer in your mailbox every every couple of days. You just throw most of that away. It's fine. Yeah, but you don't throw it away. You well, I don't know what you to just do leave it. it in there. <laughs> you know, you know, there's an option where you can like check all in red and then like yeah. delete them. Yeah, it's too much work. There's a one thousand one hundred and thirty-four unread emails. Yeah, that's the it's a perfectly normal number. Disturbing. You know how many unread emails I have personally? Yeah, zero. Yeah, I know, I know because you're because you're because you're obsessive. I've got like 
20,000 inboxes and a lot of like, there's just a lot of things going on. It's fine. It's fine. I wouldn't worry about it. Anyway, Jason's on it. That's what, that's what we're, that's what I'm saying. So don't worry. I'm checking it. Yeah. I know personally how hard it is to get a hold of Derek. So you can get a hold of me. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll have some episodes coming up, which will be a lot of fun. So, um, great. Um, next, I'll see you next time. Enjoy this little snippet. All right. All right. Here we go. Convention wrap up. Uh, one big podcast. I'm here with Carson Forrester from uh, Grand Rapids GMB. And how was your convention? Uh, it's great. This is my first time here. Uh, and it was amazing. Everything I hoped for. And uh, I really could feel the solidarity. And what do you think of Seattle? Uh, it, it's about how I expected in a good way. <laughs> okay. In a good way. Yeah. All right. Good. Definitely. Wish I could spend more. I wish I could spend more time here. Uh, okay. Ditto. I've not been able to do any touristy things. Uh, and Magnus, uh, Boston GMB, and I gotta say that the uh, conference went really well. Seattle seems cool. Uh, really putting Boston for its uh, the run for its money for the weather, but uh, <laughs> we'll see how that turn into uh, later tonight when we go out and about. So. <laughs> And so the rest of the convention was good for you? Oh, yeah, no, it went uh, fantastically. You could really uh, feel sort of like a good, healthy, sort of like internal debate to really see how the union functions and moves forward, hopefully to get even bigger in the future. So, yeah. Great. Thank you so much for being on. All right, I'm here with... Alexander Echandia. And what branch are you from? D.C. branch. And how was your convention? I thought it was great. There was a lot of really good energy, a lot of great organizers, a lot of just great people all around doing great things and coming together to make stuff happen. Yeah. And uh, what did you think of Seattle? I love the city. It's great. Their public transit is very nice compared to other cities, and uh, it made it a lot easier getting around. And just in general, a really good working class culture here, a very radical one as well, and I just love meeting new people here. Yeah, I also thought the public transit was solid. Maybe not great, but solid. Much better than we have in Detroit, which is, you know, a couple of really shitty buses. <laughs> All right, thank you so much for being on. Yeah, of course. All right, I'm here with... Daniel. From what branch? Seattle. And Hen from Olympia. And how was both of your conventions? It's your host city, so... Well, I got to volunteer, which I felt was very valuable uh, to get to know some of the other branch members. We've been doing virtual meetings for a while, so putting names and faces together, uh, having more informal discussion has been really beneficial. Uh, I feel like it leads to some more branch cohesion, and uh, there's things about the branch I didn't know. Like, we're doing a lot of stuff on Discord, so now we get to uh, continue the organizing after convention, and I think convention was a great place for that. I also like meeting a lot of the delegates from other places. Yeah, it's much harder to be an asshole to people face-to-face. So uh, in-person has been great for that. Yeah, I think that after, I mean, during the good and welfare portion, everybody was speaking high praises to each other just in, like, how we can have, like, generative conflict, respectful conflict, and, like, and, and that, you know, conflict's really important, and, like, how do we have that in a way that, like, moves things forward? And, yeah, I mean, it was great. I mean, I think there's... I've heard whisperings of an idea of like uh, how do we how do we do some of this like cohesive like relationship building uh, like uh, and it, how, can we do that on a national scale without having like the pretext of having to come together for convention, which is an interesting idea because I think that's like this stuff is important business that has to happen, but 
I actually think as far as organizing stuff on the shop floor, the most the thing that's most generative for that that comes out of this is the, the relationships and ideas and hearing what people are doing. So, I, yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, convention was great. It was my first convention, so, oh, yeah. Cool. Uh -huh. well, that's great to hear. Uh, he's from Seattle, so what do you think of Seattle? We're, uh, we're close by, so. Yeah, we're, we're only an hour away, so. But it's, it's, it's Seattle's the city that's only an hour away that you never go to, you know? I mean, just like, <laughs> so, just as Olympia is for Seattle, you know, we talk about it all the time regionally here. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think I was really appreciate Seattle hosting. I think that they did a fantastic job. It's a, it's a big, it's a, lot, it's a lot to do, you know, and I think that, yeah, it's great. Very much agreed. Uh, it was a great job hosting. It was uh, very smooth. Can I put a plug in? For the next city or branch that's going to host, you're in for a treat. There are a lot of benefits that come from hosting. It is a lot of work, but it's going to be worthwhile, and you're going to help the union grow. I saw Detroit on the list, and I was like, I hope that way I don't have to go anywhere, or I could just sleep in my house. <laughs> I would love to go to Detroit. Oh, Detroit's the best place in the world, baby. Uh, <laughs> it's my favorite place, and I've been a lot of places. Anyway, thanks for being on, yeah. uh, and yeah. thanks for coming to the convention. Thanks, Jay. This was great. Thank you. Oh, thanks. Yeah, no problem. Thanks again. My job yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here with someone who just quit their job yesterday. What was your name? Greg Murray. And what branch are you from? Portland. Portland, oh, cool. Um, and how did your convention go? Went great. Yeah, yeah. no complaints. No complaints? All yeah. right. Uh, and what did you think of Seattle? Um, You're not too far off from Seattle. So I'm no, I'm not a huge fan of Seattle, but <laughs> it's, it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently the punk scene's dead here, according to locals. Wow, really? <laughs> I didn't hear that yet. <laughs> Actually, I, did, I saw a poster um, on a telephone pole just earlier today, and all the punk bands were from Portland. <laughs> That's very funny, actually. Yeah. I also saw a flyer that I liked a lot. It was uh, transpho transphobia in this economy, and I was like, yeah, that's a good point. That's a solid point. <laughs> All right, thanks, Maria. Yeah, no problem. All right, I'm here with Porco Rossellini, chairman. What? Uh, and, which branch? Uh, IUB 450. And how did your convention go? It went excellent. Uh, Porco was our one of our parliamentarians. He did a great job. Uh, everything runs smoothly, parliamentarian-wise. Yeah, I think so. I think I I definitely uh, helped the everybody stay on track and um, not argue over too much stupid crap. So you know, we did spend ten minutes on a door. We spent ten minutes on a door, which is why I kind of stepped in a couple times. You know, there was ten minutes on a door and forty-five minutes on comma placement. So you know, I had to step in and say, "Enough's enough. We're." Uh, we're not going to talk about this anymore. Debate has been ended. Porco here uh, is a wielder of minutia, he told me earlier. Wielder of minutia, <laughs> um, hater of pigs, um, <laughs> lover of many, many drugs. Uh, <laughs> let's see, what else? I love Megadeth is too. I love all kinds of music, <laughs> punk music, you know, all kinds of music. I'm a big music guy. Love taking photos. I'm a photojournalist as well, so I'm a stringer. I do journalism, uh, as well as being a chairman for the union. Um, that's chairman of IUB 450. Is that the uh, free, free uh, fucking freelance journalist freelance union? Jur that's the Printing, Publishing, Workers Union, and Freelance Journalists Union. Awesome, awesome. PPWFJU. Yeah, yeah. I, I followed along with that pretty. I thought for a second I might try to be a freelance writer, and then I was like. I don't want to do this. <laughs> uh, uh, I like the writing part. I don't like the emailing people part. Uh, <laughs> you know, I love doing, I just love administrative stuff. So I do a lot of administrative stuff for the FJU and 
they flew me out here because they thought I'd be good at it. So the world is lucky to have people like you wrangling artists like me uh, oh, to do man. things. Well, we gotta we gotta have people that go wait, scale it back. You know, your imagination is beautiful, but we have to scale it back yeah. a little bit. Gotta obtain some realism. What did you think of Seattle? Seattle is probably one of the most amazing cities I've ever been in. Uh, my dad's a truck driver, so I used to go on the truck three, yeah. for three months at a time during the year. And I got to see pretty much everywhere, man. So it's kind of like that Johnny Cash song. I've been yeah. everywhere, man. Um, and Seattle is just, it's beautiful. The food's amazing. The coffee is outrageous. You can just find a co walk into a random coffee shop on a random corner, and you've got amazing coffee. And uh, the, the Seattle GMB and the Seattle workers here are all amazing people. You know, meeting, getting to meet in person has been a really big boon. It's been incredible for um, this whole thing, you know, for the convention, but also for networking and getting to know each other and realizing, putting uh, contextual and feelings and vibes into what our job is and what we do, you know? I feel like this has been a very successful convention um, because I feel like that question's coming up next. Like, what'd you think of the convention? And I was like, well, I think it's really successful. I know for my branch specifically, we got wins to bring back to our membership and be like, hey, you know, you sent us to do this and delegate, and we managed to actually get you some some wins. Yeah. So uh, I'm really happy of our delegates, Justin and um, uh, Carl Fleury over here. Uh, he, They are just incredible people incredible workers and I think everybody here is incredible but it just blows me away the caliber of people we have in our organization speaking of Justin I believe this is Justin from IB 450 that's right Justin Mason IB 450 here I'm a master of journalism goddammit. <laughs> and uh, yeah I just want to echo what uh, fellow worker Porco was saying the uh, meeting people in person and feeling that solidarity and camaraderie has just been amazing. And Seattle, how do you feel about it? Oh, I'm a big fan of Seattle. I'm not too far away. I actually uh, come from the Portland area, Vancouver, Washington. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a great town. Pacific Northwest is wonderful. It's where it's at. Nice. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here with Erica from the GEB. The GEB and, and fellow worker Jeff from Toronto GMB. And uh, how was your guys' convention? I know Jeff was chair. Yeah, I uh, I saw Jeff practicing for weeks and weeks before convention <laughs> to get ready for this momentous day. And uh, I mean, this is my favorite convention I've ever attended personally. Uh, we finished early. We uh, we had a great time. It is actually kind of amazing that we finished early. It's a small miracle. No uh, fights? No, yeah, no one, like, I, I even on the last episode invited fist fights with me, and no one took me up on it, so I'm very happy about that, you know? Uh, you did a great job as chair. How did it feel? Thank you very much. Yeah, no, it felt really good, actually. I had a lot of fun chairing. I was a little nervous when I was nominated, but I just, you know... Went ahead and did it, and uh, once I kind of got going, like I, you know, I found the convention was really supportive, right? All the delegates 
were, you know, very civil and engaging in good, you know, good faith. And, uh, and yeah, I just like, I don't know, I had a really good time and, and I thought we did a really good job. I think the hardest part of being chair would be referring to myself in the third person all the time, like the chair, recognize, I, I think it's stupid. He's <laughs> been practicing that for weeks too. <laughs> The chair would like to go to dinner now. Yeah. <laughs> the chair yeah. requires use of the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. That's also a thing, too. You're, uh, as chair, you're not supposed to refer to any member in first person either. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. I went ahead and did that. I could remember names better than, you know, branches yeah. and what. So, anyway, no one called that out of order or anything like yeah. that or breach of decorum or whatever you want to call it. So, I just appreciated that. And yeah. yeah, we, you know, we, we did it the wobbly way, right? We, yeah. you know, we worked together and yeah, we made it happen. Decorums for Robert. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and what do you, <laughs> you guys think of Seattle? Have you ever been before? First time, but I have always wanted to visit Seattle, home of Ben de la Creme and uh, lots of other gorgeous campy entertainers and uh, I hope we get to spend a little bit of time outside of this particular neighborhood yeah. before we have to go back home yeah. tomorrow yeah. Yeah. yeah first time in Seattle um, never really been to the Northwest in the US uh, been to Vancouver it's kind of a similar vibe I suppose to that but uh, yeah so far my experience of Seattle is uh, the uh, center here where we held convention and uh, the Airbnb that I'm staying at with some wobblies and a bar, and that is uh, so far so good, I gotta say, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately I have to get a plane at five, so I won't be able to do any touristy things, but yeah, that's all right, I've been here before, I think. I've been through here before. Yeah. I, I saw the Space Needle on my passenger side window, and I think that was good enough. <laughs> you, you ticked the box. Yeah, I was like, there it is, all right, bye. <laughs> all right, thanks so much for being on. And that's the show, folks. It was recorded and edited by me, fellow worker Jason. The intro and outro song are also by me, fellow worker Jason. If you'd like to join the IWW and be part of the One Big Union, go to iww.org join. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns for us, you can always email us at ipsalani at iww.org. And until next time, an injury to one is an injury to all. One big podcast. It's, it's good. good.